Welcome to The Dirt Show brought to you by Rhino Ag. And this week we continue our two-part interview with three-time Indy 500 winner Johnny Rutherford. If you missed part one, go to The Dirt Show page and you can stream it on demand. We will also be joined by Mark Witaski from Chateau Speedway, Mark Daniels from the Mastell Brothers Touring Series, plus Josh Trollinger from Rhino Ag, right after a few words from our sponsors. The family with the eight-foot stainless grill is in. Bachelorettes hooting at the drivers are in. The tightwad dad doing a free parking fist bump. Oh, yeah. He's in. Nana with six speeding tickets. She's in. Cornhole aficionados and NASCAR newbies in and in. The Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series race at Kansas Speedway. Saturday, May 11th, under the lights. Tickets at kansasspeedway.com. You in? When it comes to adventure, you always want more. And the 2019 Honda Pioneer 1005 is built to give you more. More power thanks to a 999cc engine. More performance from a six-speed automatic dual-clutch transmission with paddle shifters. And more fun with Honda's quick-flip seating system that lets you go from a three-seater to a five-seater in seconds. So head to Trimble's Cycle Center in Austin and check out the 2019 Honda Pioneer 1005 today. For your safety, read the owner's manual, wear a helmet, and eye protection always wear your seatbelt and keep the side nets and doors closed pioneers are for drivers 16 years and older trimble cycle center in austin usa's second oldest honda dealer feed the sauce man here ever been to one of those restaurants where the chef is at your table and veggies meat and spatulas are flying everywhere well i can't teach you all that but with cookies new korean sauce you can stir fry like a master no special skills. It's stir-fry in a bottle. You just need Cookie's new Korean stir-fry barbecue and wing sauce. The right amount of kick, but not so hot it'll knock you off your chair. So let's get stir-frying with Cookie's new Korean stir-fry barbecue and wing sauce. Anything less is meat abuse. Cookie's is the one. When we say we are the area's grain storage product leader, we mean it at International Steel Erectors. Here at our Oatana location, we carry MFS Stormore, grain handler dryers, and star building systems. With the addition of our NASCO equipment location in Fairmont, this adds GSI, Valen, Zimmerman, and Farm Fan dryers, and many other grain products to our lineup. Contact us today at International Steel Erectors or NASCO Equipment at 507-451-3448. Now, with two locations to serve you even better, see internationalsteelerectors.com Coles Electric in Owatonna is there whether it's a small or large project with state-of-the-art technology ensuring a professional job will be done every time. Coles Electric services include new construction, design and build, lighting design and installation, remodel work, high voltage, and PLCs. Coles other services include generator sales, security systems, infrared cameras, directional boring systems, underground drenching, plowing, cable location, vacuum excavation, pulse setting, boom truck, and 24-hour on-call emergency service. That's Coles Electric in Oatana, licensed, bonded, insured, and offering free estimates. A few years ago, I hit a deer with my van on the freeway. Wow, what an impact. Thankfully, no one in the vehicle was injured. When we pulled over and got out to check the damage, I could not believe the amount of destruction. Right away, I called Bob at Midwest Collision. That is one of the best decisions I have ever made. Not only did he assure me that everything would be taken care of, Bob and his staff followed through with their promise. If you ever need collision repair, please call Midwest Collision today at 332-2434. Napa know-how. This month at Napa, you can get a garden hose reel for just $24.99 when you spend 50 bucks on, well, anything. 
Oil, brakes, Little Tree air fresheners, car wax, car soap, oil filters. As long as it's 50 bucks, you can get a self-retracting garden hose reel for $24.99. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, while supplies last. Offer ends 4 Let me tell you, friends, about our stores, a great place we call Miners Outdoors. Miners Outdoor, your total source Husqvarna dealer in Blooming Prairie, has everything your yard needs. From chainsaws, leaf blowers, and weed trimmers to zero-turn mowers and everything in between. That's what being your Husqvarna total source dealer is all about. Stop in today to see the best selection in quality Husqvarna outdoor power equipment. That's Miners Outdoor, Highway 218, Blooming Prairie. Miners Outdoor, Major Tough. Hey, this is Dave from Severson Oil, VP Racing Fields, and you're listening to the Driver Segment on the Dirt Show. Welcome back to the Driver Segment here on the Dirt Show, and it is my pleasure today to be joined by three-time Indy 500 winner Johnny Rutherford. And Johnny, when you think about the amount of very talented drivers who tried and tried for years to win the Indy 500 and never did, to win it three times really is something special. Well, yes, it was a great sense of accomplishment, number one, for me. You know, you, you go in there and you have 32 other guys that are wanting to win it as badly as you do or have the opportunity to, and you just have to pick your way through the crowd. And my greatest performance there, I feel like, was my first win in 74. We blew an engine or had an engine problem in practice that morning and we had a new chief steward in tom benford and we went out and ran and had the problem came in the guys took the car back to the garage and in 58 minutes changed the engine all of the filters and lines and we're back out ready to get in line and qualify well we went to our place in line which was still there and the officials said no you've got to go to the end of the line and it never had been that way before and so I went to Benford, and Al Unser had the same problem. And we both had to go to the end of the line, which put us in the third day. The way the qualifying was, I'd have to explain that, and you can tell them later what, what it was. It was different than anywhere else. So anyway, I went out, and Foyt and I were battling for the pole in practice. And we knew we had him, just a matter of getting chance to do it. Well, we had our engine problem, and that put us out of the picture we were still second quick time in the field, but we started holding the ninth row, 25th starting spot. Well, we lined up race day. They dropped the green flag, and in 12 laps, I was running third. That's how good my car was. And caught up with Foyt, and we had a tremendous battle back and forth, back and forth. And I knew if I kept the pressure on him, I could run him out of right rear tire or his engine. And sure enough, he started blowing oil. And had to drop out of the race, and I won the thing, my first one. But it was, uh, you know, that's always the one that you enjoy because that was the first feeling like that you'd, you'd ever been able to produce was winning the Indianapolis 500. Uh, and then the next year, 75, this is the one that gets me. In 75, we were leading the race, and it got really dark toward the end of the race off to the west and it was always that's always rain at indy and the old saying is it's raining in Terre Haute, 70 miles away and you just knew it was going to be there any second sure enough it did and we had made a pit stop 
to finish to load enough fuel to go to the end, which was very close. And Gurney, with Unser driving for him, decided to stay out. And sure enough, their gamble worked out for them. And they were leading it when the range came, and I was in second, closing in. And I've always thought, boy, if, if the rains hadn't come, I could have won that race, been the second in a row, and then the next one would have been three in a row. Nobody's ever done that before, to win three in a row at Indy. And there's been two in a row winners, but never three in a row. And I could have done that, and then if I had driven the chaparral and won again, I would have been in with A.J. and Rick and Al to be a four-time winner. That would have been really, really something. One amazing comment you made after the 1980 Indy 500 win, you could actually hear the crowd on the last lap. Yeah, that was something. You know, you, that's one of the things, ever, you know, the people would think, golly, the engine sound and everything had to be something strong. Well, it is strong, but wind noise on your helmet is great contributor to noise you know it it's there all day in fact it takes you two or three days after the race to be able to hear anybody again even though we tried to wear ear protectors but didn't have anything back then and the Offenhauser was an old growler and it vibrated pretty bad so it was you know it was just the way it was and you had to endure that but winning the 500 like I say it's a great sense of accomplishment but I I never get teary-eyed or ex- really ex- show excitement because that's, that's you know, with the team, that's what we went there to do was to win. And so let's get ready and go win the next one. That's, that's the idea. The name Lone Star JR, I think, is one of the coolest nicknames in motorsports, <laughs> and you actually got that from a sponsor. I did. Uh, in Lincoln, Nebraska, High-gain CB radios at the height of the CB radio craze. They built military equipment and antennas and things, and it was uh, just something that we, I don't know where they, where it came from or who was able to go and talk to them and get them to sponsor the car, but it was something, and uh, they were a good sponsor. We had uh, everything done, and, and uh, of course, the CB radio craze was, was at its height about that time or getting really strong a lot of people had them just to converse with one another wherever but you had to have a cb handle and everybody had a handle related to them and we on one rainy day in the garage somebody said you know hey rutherford you need a you need a cb handle and we kicked a bunch of thoughts around and everything and somebody came up with with lone star jr and it stuck and so that was my CB handle, Lone Star JR, and and everybody will call me Lone Star or uh, JR or together. But it that was uh, that was the, that was where the Lone Star JR came from. My friend Johnny Parsons the Third has a couple very vivid memories of you. Once, when his dad Johnny Parsons Jr. was severely injured in practice at Indy. When he was about 10 years old, he was the only family member at the track with his dad. You took him to the hospital and sat with him in the ER. The Indy drivers were one big family. Yes, 
I think so. He had concern about anybody who was injured or uh, had serious enough injuries that they that might be fatal for them. But, uh, yeah, I've always thought that I would like for somebody to come help Betty if I were injured seriously, and uh, they would have. You know, there's no, no doubt about that. But uh, that's the way it is, and I always felt that way and always had the concern for somebody who was who was injured. My friend Johnny also worked at a car wash and quick lube in Speedway near the track and he vividly remembers during high school this Indy Pace car coming into the parking lot covered with dust and pigeon poop and out steps Johnny Rutherford and his dad had sent you down there and said, get the car cleaned up for me, change the oil. I'm going to be driving this around while I'm in town. Yes, uh, we did that. And what I did with that pace car, 74, was left it in Indianapolis. And we came into town frequently. So I would have a car and have somebody pick me up, get it and pick me up. And, and I had, I'd had a car then to drive. And we all did that. Uh, we all did that. In fact, one year back in the 60s, Bobby Unser found a really nice old Dodge. It was a four-door Dodge. The paint wasn't very good on it, but it was it ran good, and, and it was his driver that he left in town. And we, you know, had them. And so Al, we got Al to, when Bobby went out of town for some reason or other, to steal his car and bring it bring it over and we took it to one of those car crushing places and and uh had the car cube it was about a about a three or four foot by four foot cube and uh it had one distinguishing mark one of the hubcaps they took the hubcaps off and they took the wheels and tires they couldn't crush those so anyway this one hubcap was showing on the side side of this cube, and had the truck bring it back and dump it in front of Bobby's garage at the speedway. And uh, he was a little irate when he got, when he figured out that it was his car. And I've asked Al about that since. He said, oh, "I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get that for you guys." <laughs> anyway, that was the kind of tricks we played. <laughs> The Simpson helmet from the Phoenix crash. After seeing that helmet, we are very lucky to still have you with us. Yeah, you bet. Uh, I always tell people about the crash. The only thing, the only thing uh, that saved me was it landed on my head because it was my head was hard enough that it took the impact pretty good, but it did. And uh, I've always been uh, indebted to Bill Simpson for his knowledge and his integrity in building his helmets. You know, they were as safe as you could get. Uh, I'm here to tell you, and I could show anybody my helmet. And he sent it to the uh, laboratory that does the testing for racing helmets. Uh, and they sent a letter back with it, and Bill gave me the letter, and I got the helmet back after they tested it. And the last paragraph in the letter states, a helmet of any less integrity would have most certainly produced a fatal. And uh, so that was, uh, I have that helmet in my trophy case, and I've had people come over and say, Whew, why do you have that? I said, because it's a dear friend of mine. And Bill Simpson and I are 
great friends and uh, see him every year back at the Speedway or wherever our paths crossed. And he's a great guy. He's, uh, he's a brother. When did you officially retire from racing, and you are still very active in racing? Well, I didn't actually, I've never, well, I did, I guess, at the Speedway. I took, A.J. uh, loaned me one of his cars to take the last two laps at Speedway when I retired in 94, I think it was, and uh, had a chance to uh, drive around the last time, and uh, the memories that flowed back and everything it was uh it was not easy and uh i just you know you you think about it and and uh, i was there you know i raced at my last indy 500 i was 50 years old and that was pretty unusual because most most of us figured we'd be dead by 30 you know racing sprint cars back back in the era so it was you know it was just uh something that that's, you know, suddenly you wake up and, and there it is. You know, you're 50 years old and you're running the Indy 500. But it was, uh, you know, just, you know, I would have raced still today if I, if, if you know, at, at 80. I would still love it that much. But then the, the owners don't love having 80-year-old race drivers anymore or, or any. So <laughs> that's kind of the way that is. And and uh, I've had a, I had a great time, great years, and uh, just had a good time, enjoyed it. One of our local race drivers, Bud Kane, had the pleasure of being involved with the restoration, and he actually did the striping on your number nine car that was presented to you when you were inducted into the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame in Knoxville. Yes, that was a great race car the car was originally had been built by eddie kuzma in california and i can remember but when we went out to race at ascot in california going over to see eddie at his shop and and the frame and the body and the front axle for the car being there in the entryway had a little room and he had it sitting in the entryway and it was just sitting there collecting dust and muskowski was there and finally got the, the guys that had commissioned to, to have that built decide they, they couldn't afford it so they sold it and uh, he bought it. Kuzma sold it to Wally Muskowski and Wally took it back home and finished it up and that was one of the best handling sprint cars I had ever driven. It was just very good. Everything was right and that was Kuzma. you know. But anyway Foyt drove the car and Tinglestead drove the car, and gosh, I was trying to think. There's several. Marshman, Bobby Marshman, Chuck Hulse. Anyway, a lot of different drivers in that car, and they all had success, you know, especially Foyt. And I got in the car in 65, early 65, after the first couple of races that season. And uh, I drove the car at Eldora. Oh, you know, I just, man... I, I couldn't believe that there was a car that would get that much side bite and that much forward bite all at the same time. So anyway, I nearly won that first race in the car, but Wally had put a Firestone Lightning drag on the right rear, and they're notorious for going 26 or 27 laps, but not 30, and it was a 30-lap race. And so we we dropped out, and... and uh, Wally promised me he said, "I'll never, we'll never run another lightning drag on you." 
So that was that was how. But it was a great season. We won, I don't know, seven or eight races, I think, and had had good times. And uh, that year, the highlight of, of my that, that particular year was the fact that I won both races at Winchester, a 30-lapper in the spring and a 100-lapper in the fall. And that, you know, I, I felt really good about the 100-lapper because usually that place will wear you out. You know, the, the lateral G-force on you is so great. But uh, anyway, it, it, was, it was a great year. Enjoyed 65 tremendously. Well, Johnny, that was amazing, and I think this statement says it all. I really consider you a living legend, and thank you so much for being with us here on The Dirt Show. Well, thank you very much, and uh, I've appreciated it. And, uh, you know, just, just hang in there. That snow's going to melt, and then you'll say, gosh, I wish it'd get cool again. <laughs> I don't think anybody around here is going to be saying that once the sun comes up. <laughs> Okay. Thank you for being with us. You bet. Why does the Ron Hornaday race team use Walker Performance Filtration Systems? Well, yeah, you're talking to the right guy with using it. Uh, Yeah, Ben and the whole Walker family has been part of our family for a long time. We've known them for a long time. And then when Ben uh, started the Walker Performance Filtration System, we uh, definitely had to try it. And man, I mean, we've had it on there for the last couple of years. It's been been really supportive of what we've been doing on our racing program. We probably ran 30, 35 races with two cars last year. So we got 60-something races on our cars. And, uh, you know, you use the old filter before. And uh, you know, every time you pull them apart, you always had that little dust ring around the top of that carburetor. And uh, the last year and a half, two years, we've been using this filtration system for Walker. We haven't had any of that. We've been running two or three races without cleaning it. And uh, unless it's really dusty, we might have to, you know, get two races out of it. But uh, yeah, Ben's been a big help and a big plus for our racing, uh, you know, for ordinary race cars. So I really got to thank Walker Performance Filtration. See WalkerPerformanceFiltration.com or call them at 818-252-7788. Why would you use anything but the latest technology and packaging when it comes to shipping your business products? Hi, this is Ryan. Here at Foamcraft Packaging, we provide a complete line of packaging materials, including foam products, pallets, crates, corrugated boxes, and much, much more. See all of our different packaging options at foamcraftpackaging.com or call toll-free 1-844-655-2365. That's 844-655-2365. Only Powerlift has been building hydraulic doors continuously since 1992, longer than anyone else in the industry. Only Powerlift provides local manufacturing, sales, and service throughout North America, giving you confidence in knowing we will always be there when and where you need us. Only Powerlift installs each and every door, making your project hassle-free from start to finish. Only Powerlift has the best warranty in the industry, so what hydraulic door should you buy? Only Powerlift. Contact us today at 507-374-9306. Rhino Ag Equipment is used in agricultural, commercial, or industrial mowing applications, landscape preparation, roadside maintenance, and many other farm and ranch applications. For a dealer near you, visit rhinoag.com. Rhino Ag is excited to announce their sponsorship of Jimmy Owens for the 2019 Lucas Oil Late Model Series. Follow Jimmy on Facebook at Jimmy Owens Racing Updates or online at Jimmy Owens 20. 
Racing120.com. When it comes to buying the parts that will put your race car in victory lane, all you want to know are the facts. Fact, aero racing wheels can be seen on dirt and asphalt tracks across the nation. Fact, aero racing wheels have become the largest premier racing wheel supplier by supplying quality and durability at an affordable price. Fact, the Aero 59 Series wheel has won more Monster Energy NASCAR Xfinity and Gander Outdoors Truck Series races than all other brands combined. As a matter of fact, if you want to run with the winners, see aeroracingwheels.com or call 888-895-2376 today. Protect the trees on your property from the Emerald Ash Borer. Wolf & Sons Yard Service has an arborist on staff to look at your trees and assess whether your trees have been affected by the Emerald Ash Borer or have other tree care concerns. Call Wolf & Sons today at 455-3524. That's 455-3524. For over 40 years, winning drivers have relied on VP Racing Fuels to optimize performance. Now get the same benefit with VP Pro-Grade Full Synthetic Oil and High Performance Lubricants. VP's goal was to develop a best-in-class racing oil that offers world-class cutting-edge technology, enhanced durability and wear protection from the street to the track. VP's got you covered with the next-generation performance. Welcome back to the sponsor segment here on The Dirt Show, and it is my pleasure to be joined by Mark Wytaski. And Mark, as usual, you are hard at it out at the racetrack, even as we're doing this interview, and I have to praise everybody involved out there at Chateau Speedway. All of the track work you have done, it really shows when we're sitting there as fans, everything is nice and groomed, you've repainted a lot of the stuff, you've rebuilt a lot of the stuff, it just looks amazing, and that's a testament to the group you have out there. Well, thank you very much, Clayton. We sure do appreciate that. You're going to be opening on Friday night, May 3rd, and that's going to be a big night. A lot of people are looking forward to that, and it's nice to hear over the winter. I see a lot of cars being built. They are fired up to race at Chateau Speedway. And once again, you know, that's great for us to hear that too, you know. We need all the support we can possibly get. We were also talking over the winter. A lot of guys are very dedicated to the track and have been building more than one car so you can build up your car counts in different divisions. And that is very terrific. Some of our uh, more novice classes are a little short on cars, and it's great. We've got some people up in the Otana Faribault area that are putting together a few of the pier stock and uh, Hornet-type stuff, and, and, and that's good news. Fans coming down to Chateau Speedway on a Friday night, what are the regular classes that they're going to see run? We have now sanctioned our pier stocks and our Hornets, so what we'll be seeing is Wissota Hornets, Wissota Pier Stock, Wissota Street Stock, and Wissota Midwest Mods, along with USRA B Mods and USRA A Mods. You will also have the Kevco Mini Mods there about every other week. Yeah, I, I think they probably got about 10 shows planned. Once again, Kevco are just wonderful to work with. Nate has done everything he could to schedule around some of the events that we've got coming up, and it's just a pleasure working with them, guys. An event I already have on my calendar and I am really looking forward to is Sunday, May 26th, the Spirit of 83 Memorial. That is going to be cool. I'll tell you what, Mike was not only a great racer, but a great friend and my family's, and we're going to try and bring that thing back stronger than it's ever been. I am 
totally dedicated to this deal, and uh, we're going to do whatever we have to to make it successful. And just about everyone you talk to has a memory of Mike on the racetrack or delivering seafood to their house. Yeah, he was uh, he was quite a Mike, you know, quite a personality. Even in some of the darkest days, you know, he'd light it up with a big old smile. Friday, June 21st, Hall of Fame night. When I think back to all the legends that have been on Chateau Speedway over the years, that's going to be an amazing event. Yeah, you know, right now we've got our track announcer. He's doing a lot of work on that. He's really dedicated to that whole deal. He's got some special things planned, and I look forward to getting more involved with that now that the season's getting closer and underway. He was just at the house the other night and said he did a sensational interview with Verlin Akers, he said. That should be on our Facebook page this week. Fans that have been following Myron and all of his Facebook posts on Chateau Speedway's history over the winter, I think that helped a lot of fans get through this winter. And you know something, we had a long talk about that, and obviously we got probably one of the most historic, or we know it's one of the most historic tracks in the state, and yeah, we're pushing that whole history deal, and Myron is definitely the engine behind that push. There's nothing like a great night of racing, but you had a fireworks show after the races, and it doesn't get much better than that in the state of Minnesota. And July 5th, you will be doing that at Chateau Speedway. Yes, that's another event that we missed out on last year. The late Wally Bust had started that deal up, and fans have come to appreciate it. And I thought, well... We've got to bring it back. I guess the only question we had to that whole deal is when to have it. And, and I thought, heck, let's just do it right away. We'll get some input this year as to whether the fans want to wait a week or bring it ahead a week. But for this year, yeah, we chose to just do it on the 5th. And I hope that it is as nice a deal as Wally and Darren and Craig put on. Friday night, August 9th, Pack the Stands night. It's only 5 bucks to get in, and this is a great way for some families and some new fans that have maybe never been to the races to get down there, see what it's like, and a lot of times you'll see those fans back again. That is certainly what we hope for. You know, I do understand, and I've been questioned a little bit too. A lot of the racetracks now are letting the fans in for free. We've got a pretty reasonable grandstand admission anyway and we're pretty new at this we haven't got the big time sponsors as of yet and we're hoping to gain that but yeah i wanted to give our regulars a little break and hopefully we can get some new blood coming too i also like the sunday september 1st labor day special it's going to be a great time to spend a sunday at the track well, you know, since Dodge County closed, there's not a lot of Sunday night racing available. And not only that, but years back, this comes back to some of the history, and years back, you know, it was a deal where we raced on all the holidays. And there again, I want to bring some of that back here. So we're looking to dive into that spectrum of the whole deal, too, you know. I'm sure you remember from your racing days, racing on Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday on Memorial Day weekend and Labor Day weekend. I tell you what, them were probably the, the two most special weekends in my career, you know, because you got to race five nights straight. And I also have to thank you for autographing those two pictures I had of you. Those brought back some cool memories. 
Oh, did they ever? You know, I I had almost forgot about both them two pictures, and that's the crazy part. I mean, I I don't even have them myself. It was quite neat to see that. You end the season with a two-day event, September 27th and September 28th. Last year, we were sitting in turn four both nights. We had a great time. I tell you what, the first night was a little bit chilly because the wind was straight out of the east coming right at us. And I looked at my brother and I said, do you think we'll make it for the next four hours? But we did. But I am very glad you are bringing this back on a schedule because it was a blast. I tell you what, and and you know, that's another thing that I miss dearly is the small little campfires around the parking lot area, you know. I mean, I just love the smell. I love the people standing out there partying a little bit, mixing and mingling. For me, it's just a great, great thing to see, you know. The scenery is just wonderful. Mark, you and your whole staff have done a great job of getting a track back where it needs to be. If people would like to find out more information about Chateau Speedway or print off a schedule of all the upcoming events, what's the best way to do that, Mark? Well, I believe our schedule is both on uh, our Facebook page and on our uh, website page. And obviously that's the only way you can print them off. But if you need any other information, you know there's a couple phone numbers there. Don't hesitate to call. Mark, thank you so much for being with us here on The Dirt Show. I know we will have you back throughout the season before some of the major events, and talk to you then. Thank you very much, Clayton. I appreciate everything you guys do for us. Thanks. Fast Shafts owner Pat Fagan is a racer himself and has been testing and building drive shafts for himself and teams all over the nation since 1992. Fast Shaft drive shafts are the number one carbon fiber, steel, chrome molly, and aluminum drive shaft builder for over 90% of the major modified chassis builders. Drive shafts, drive shaft repair, 9-inch forward center sections, slip yokes, rear end yokes, ring and pinions, bearings, spools, gears, shim kits, and more. Call Fast Shafts today. Made by racers for racers. 800-622-6617. Gilland Enterprises is your local distributor of Justice Brothers car care products. Justice Brothers products are manufactured for industrial, agricultural, heavy equipment, and automotive equipment. Their high-quality products are used by today's top racing teams. Justice Brothers products reduce breakage, downtime, and increase machinery reliability, life, and performance, which increases your profits. This family-owned America's brand for quality products has provided additives, lubricants, and cleaner to automotive enthusiasts, racers, truckers, industries, and farmers for more than 80 years. Contact Gilland Enterprises, your local Justice Brothers car care products distributor today at 952-934-7354 or visit our website at justicebrothers.com go with a winner gilland enterprises and justice brothers race fans the biggest secret at the national sprint car hall of fame and museum isn't really a secret at all every race night in knoxville race fans can purchase tickets to sit on the museum's second floor in climate controlled comfort so whether it's hot outside or cold and windy it's always just right on the national sprint car hall of fame and museum's second floor right on top of the museum. All you have to do is call in advance or come into the museum on Saturday afternoon to purchase second floor tickets to watch the sprint car races from the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in climate-controlled comfort. So the next time you're in Knoxville on race day and would like to watch the sprint car races from climate-controlled comfort, stop by the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum and check out our second floor seating. You'll be glad you did, and we'll see you in Knoxville. You're coming out of turn four and heading to the checker flag. 
You can feel your engine pulling for all it's worth. Is it worthy of winning a championship? Hi, this is Corey at Byers Engine Service in Rochester. We spent decades building racing engines for some of the biggest names in Minnesota racing history, including Jason Cummins' national championship winning engine in 2017. If you want the confidence that you have a winning motor under the hood, then call us at Byers Engine Service in Rochester today at 507-282-5586. The rest of the car is up to you. We'll take care of the horsepower. Extreme Powder Coating is your go-to to refurbish all your summer gear. From patio sets and trailers to farm equipment, Extreme can handle the smallest projects to the largest. Sandblasting on-site and powder-coated epoxy primers create the perfect base for any of their 100 top coat colors. Not only is powder coating environmentally friendly, it's the most durable finish on the market. Extreme Powder Coating looks like paint, acts like armor. Extreme Welcome back to the sponsor segment here on The Dirt Show, and I am joined by Mark Daniels from the Mastel Brothers Touring Series. And Mark, let's get into a little of your background. You have been a sprint car owner for years and have been involved with some of the area's major drivers. Uh, yes, matter of fact, my first race that I attended was at the old Steel Company Grounds. And I had met Johnny Parsons the third, and become friends with him, and he was promoting some races back in 2006. So I went there and helped and develop a relationship with him. And then I started helping him be part of the pit crew for his wing car that was owned by the Matson brothers. And that's kind of how my sprint car career started out. And then eventually became car owner with Johnny. That's kind of how it all started. Johnny's been a wealth of knowledge for non-wing sprint car racing in this region because coming from Indiana, where mostly it was non-wing cars, he's had a lot of experience. Right, and that's how talking to him, he had a strong desire to get back into non-wing racing, and there was none of that in the Midwest area. So we started trying to petition to get it going, and we actually were successful and got it started back in 2011. How did the idea of the new Mastel Brothers Touring Series come about? That was a joint effort with Jackson Motorplex, and they are affiliated with National Sprint League based out of Wyndham, and they were changing their rules package to match the Wisconsin Wiggles program, which has been hugely successful in the last couple of years of growing words over 40 teams. So that rule package was real successful. So Jackson decided to go and align with Wisconsin Wiggles rules. And so we were pretty much sold on that. And we wanted to put a touring series together to pull in some of the teams that were in existence in Minnesota and partner with Jackson and have a touring series put together where the teams could travel, which they like to do. Yeah, that's how it kind of all started. Combining Doug Johnson and the National Sprint Car League non-wing series is going to make for a great combination of drivers for the fans because going out to Jackson and watching the non-wing drivers they have out there, they've got some talent. Yeah, we've got a lot of talented drivers out there. And plus, Jackson's going to have a huge season-ending doubleheader in September that will pull in all the Wisconsin wingless drivers and then it'll pull in the rest of the non-wing drivers here in Minnesota so that should be a huge show to culminate the season. So yeah, there's a lot of teams involved and they're excited with the touring series. Uh, Jackson is excited that we're bringing some more drivers and teams down to their area. 
Prior to the start of this new Mastel Brothers touring series, the Mastel Brothers have been heavily involved in sprint car racing and sponsor some of the best drivers around. Yes, they've been mainly involved in wing racing. They had Ryan Bowers as a successful driver who won a championship. So they are sponsorships on numerous car teams now. They're helping out the McCarls. So yeah, their name's out there. They've been a big sponsor of sprint car racing. Explain the series. What types of cars will fans get to see? These are non-wing sprint cars that are just like what you see at USAC, but we have a engine package that makes it more affordable, and that's why the series has grown in popularity up in this area. We have two engine packages. Uh, it's a 6048, or what we like to refer to as it's a B-Mod motor with a four-barrel, and we run methanol and four-barrel carbs, and it's a nice, affordable package that the drivers seem to like. They put out about 450 horse, so it's good competitive racing side-by-side, very competitive. With these light cars, 450 horse is a lot. Yep, they have to scale in at no less than 1,500 pounds, so it definitely is a light car. You open at Princeton on May 3rd, and you are back there on June 14th. There is a lot of sprint car history at the Princeton track. Yes, been there since 2012, I believe, having the non-wing sprints there. And we will be part of the Billy Anderson Memorial on May 3rd, which we're excited about. Last year's Billy Anderson Memorial was won by Jake Kuba, who will be uh, defending this championship of winning that race last year. So we're excited about that, and we're paired up with the Midwest Power Series 360 Sprint, so it should be an exciting show for the Princeton area. You will be at the Jackson Motorplex seven times this season. Jackson is a great place to watch sprint car racing, and for fans that have not seen the reconfiguration of the racetrack, they need to really put this on their schedule. Yes, I was just there a couple weeks ago reviewing the facilities, and it's the premier dirt track facility in the state. Beautiful bleacher setup for the stands. There's not a bad seat in the house. They got viewing areas all over. It's a really nice facility. They shortened up the track. We're real excited to be down there. We'll be running 10 times down there, and the touring series part will be there as part of seven. So what that leads up to is there's two championships that the drivers and teams can compete for. One could be the NSL Jackson Championship, those 10 races, and they can also compete for the Mastel Brothers Touring Series Championship, and that is a 14-race schedule with seven of those at Jackson. So it gives drivers two championships to shoot for. It gives them lots of options. Many of the older fans remember when non-wing sprint cars were the only sprint cars around, and this is a great way to bring that history back. Yes, the old history of sprint car racing goes back many years. During the barnstorming days, I guess they used to call them, they would be at all the county fairs, the state fairs. Johnny Parsons' dad would the U.S. chasing a lot of sprint car racing back in the day. So it's been an exciting form of racing for many years. It's part of what we want to do with the Mastel Brothers Touring Series to uh, bring that history back and build the popularity of sprint car racing back up to where I think it should be. 
The Mastell Brothers Touring Series will be at Ogilvy Raceway on Saturday night, June 22nd, and it's neat because this is where the non-wing series in Minnesota started. That's correct. May 7, 2011, Ogilvy kicked off the non-wing sprints. There was four cars there, and Kevin Rocketman Bradwell won that very first race there at Ogilvy. Then we returned a few weeks later to that track, and Johnny Parsons, the third won that race, and there was seven cars. So in two weeks, we went from four cars to seven cars. And then we ended the season in October of that year at Dodge County Speedway with 10 cars with Robbie Cahill Jr. winning that race. So it was an exciting first year. So Ogilvy was an important race facility, Speedway, to kick off the sprint cars years ago, and we're happy to be there this year. So puts on a great show at Ogilvy. They've done a tremendous job with the facility, adding more seats and popularity. So it's a race facility to go to. And Mark, on August 16th, Friday night, you will be back at Chateau Speedway with the non-wing sprint cars, and it's going to be an event to see. I agree with you, Clayton. Matter of fact, a lot of the drivers and teams, when they saw Chateau back on the schedule, were real excited about going back there. I think the last time we were there was probably 2016, and the fans enjoyed it. The Dirt Show was a part of that program, so we're very excited to be back. Uh, had a good conversation with Mark and Annette Witaski, new owners. I know they're trying to get Chateau up going really good. They're doing a great job, and uh, they're excited to have us there, and I think... We'll get a good relationship going there, and I hope we can come there more times next year. So looking forward to that race. And also part of that, we'll be going to Jackson Saturday after that race, and that's a rare Saturday night Jackson show. So it's a doubleheader for our teams. They get to come down to Chateau and then continue on to Jackson, so we're going to have some extra bonuses for the teams and drivers that attend both races. So it's going to be an exciting weekend. That's a big one on our schedule. The nice thing about your schedule, everybody tuned into the Dirt Show is going to be able to see this series at a track near them. Yes, I agree. Our races are all the way from Ogilvy down to Jackson, so we got a lot of listeners up in the uh, western Minnesota central area, and they can go to Ogilvy. We got two races at Princeton covering that area, and then in the southeast we got Chateau, Austin, and Albert Lee. Listeners can go there, and then, of course, the seven races at Jackson Motorplex. Everybody down in southern Minnesota can go all the way over to Sioux Falls coming over there. So it's an exciting schedule. We cover a lot of the state of Minnesota. Mark, if there's a driver listening that'd like to find out more about getting involved in this, or a fan who wants to find out more about the new Mastel Brothers Touring Series, what is the best way to do that? Best way to get a hold of us right now is to just go to our Facebook page, Mastel Brothers Touring Series. There's information there that you can message us uh, so we get right back to you. And we hope to have a website up and running in the coming few weeks. We'll announce the webpage on our Facebook page so you'll know how to get to that also. So that'll have the schedule, the dates, and the rules and everything like that for the drivers or the fans. Or, of course, they can always contact you at the Dirt Show. Mark, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us here on the Dirt Show. We will have you back on throughout the season, keeping people updated on the series and where they can see the series next. And this is exciting. Thanks, 
played, yeah, we're excited, and I look forward to keeping you abreast of how the series is going, and we'll be in touch. Hauling can be hard on you and your horse. Smooth out the ride with a shocker hitch. We use Air Ride technology to take the bump and the jerk out of towing. Right now, you can get the Gooseneck Surge Model Shocker Hitch for just $7.99 and try it at no risk for 30 days. If you don't feel the difference immediately, I'll buy it back. No questions asked. Visit ShockerHitch.com for the complete product line and video of the Shocker Hitch in action. Shocker Hitch, a smoother ride for you and your horse, guaranteed. Mastel Brothers Trailer Service Incorporated has many new and used trailers for sale and offer nationwide delivery, along with the area's largest supply of used trailer parts. Need service? Mastel Brothers Trailer Service has a 20-bay service center ready to service, repair, or upgrade your trailer. Mastel Brothers Trailer Service this area's authorized 3M dealer can make your trailer more visible for added safety. Contact Mark Daniels at 651-639-9017 or visit MastelBrothers.com and browse through their website to learn more about their products and services. Your daughter signing the finish line. She's in. Your grandpa air guitaring the pre-race concert. He's in. Soldiers saluting the flyover. They're all in. Fans holding their breath before a wreck, in. Drivers trash-talking on your headset after the wreck. Definitely in. The Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series race at Kansas Speedway. Saturday, May 11th, under the lights. Tickets at kansasspeedway.com. You in? Welcome back to a special segment, and I am joined by Josh Trollinger from Rhino Ag. And Josh, the first thing I want to do is thank you. For all of the involvement in racing all winter long on MAV TV when I saw the Lucas Oil late model races brought to you by Rhino Ag. You guys are heavily involved with racing and you're also sponsoring Jimmy Owens, a Newport Nightmare this year. It's been a pretty exciting ride for us between MAV TV, Team Lucas, being on the dirt show and now having Jimmy Owens to drive the Rhino car to victory. It's pretty exciting to be a part of this and have been able to see all that's evolved in the last couple of years. And I know fans are already purchasing tickets for the May appearance at Deer Creek Speedway, the July appearance of the Lucas Oil Late Model Series at Jackson Motorplex. But right now, if you go out in the rural areas, anybody that has a gravel driveway, gravel parking lot, gravel field approaches, there's all kinds of frost boils and those things are a mess. And Rhino Ag has a long history of ways to cure that. It's pretty impressive, and one of the most exciting parts of being in Rhino and knowing our history is the ability to talk about it. A lot of people don't realize that rear blades, which is what we can offer to help manage all of the issues that you just discussed, are our heritage. They have been the staple of Rhino since 1934. In our 85th year, the ability to still offer a very unique and very heavily built, robust product that people can believe in when they make that purchase is just It's something to be in awe over that for 85 years we've been able to provide that to the people that need it. I am looking forward to having you join us every other week throughout the year because Rhino offers so many great products. Whether you're a landscaper, whether you're a homeowner, whether you're a farmer, you have something for everyone. If they'd like to find out more about a Rhino blade to fix their driveway problem, what's the best way to do that? 
They can uh, visit any of the dealers across the country or the quickest way to do it. If they go to rhinoag.com, that's rhinoag.com. There's a link on there that'll take you to all of the blades that we offer. You can find all of the spec. It'll teach you how to match it to your horsepower of your tractor and give you ideas of what the use of those blades can be. Josh, thank you so much for being with us here on the Dirt Show. It'll be an exciting time. We look forward to the race season truly kicking off, the weather getting better, and we appreciate to be a part of the Dirt Show and all that you guys are doing for us and appreciate the listeners taking the chance to learn about Rhino Ag and our products. Thanks for being with us. Hey, you in the truck. Looks nice, but looks like every other one. Bring it into Auto Trim Design. Let us help you make it your own. Running boards, chrome accents, dress up your vehicle. Make your work truck with bed liners, trailer hitches, and toppers. We have over 30 years of experience in the truck accessory business. I invite you to stop by and see what we can do for you. We're located in Otana at 3275 Old Highway 14, one mile west of Walmart. As the weather warms up during the daytime and cools back down overnight, it does major damage to our area roads. Hi, this is Kevin from the Owatonna Auto Clinic. Our vehicle emergency room can diagnose the problem, whether it's suspension, alignment, or shocks, and prescribe the perfect prescription to fix your vehicle in a cost-effective manner and get you back out on the road. So if you have a little bump or clunk, call us right away at the Owatonna Auto Clinic, 451-1950. That's 451-1950. This your old friend Speed the Sauce Man. Welcome to the Dirt Track segment brought to you by Cookies, Sauces, and Seasoning. The Lucas Oil Late Model Series was in Seymour, Tennessee last Friday night, April 5th. Ross Bales takes his first Lucas Oil Late Model victory over Donald McIntosh and Jimmy Owens. Also racing last Friday night, the World Outlaw Sprint Car Series were at USA Raceway in Tucson, Arizona. In your 30-lap A main, it was a big cat, Brad Sweet over Ian Madsen. The World Outlaw Late Model Series was at Farmer City Raceway for night one last Friday night, April 5th. In the 25-lap Late Model A main, it was Ryan Shirley taking home the six grand check, followed by Brandon Shepard. Last Saturday night, April 6th, the World Outlaw Late Model Series were on hand at Farmer City Raceway for night two. In the 75-lap finale, A-Main from night two, it was Brandon Shepard over Jimmy Mars. The World Outlaw Sprint Car Series was also running last Saturday night, April 6th, at Arizona Speedway in Queens Creek, Arizona. And in 30-lap A-Main, it was David Gravel over Brad Sweet. The Lucas Oil Late Model Series was also at Chatsworth, Georgia, last Saturday night, April 6th. In the 50-lap A-Main, it was Superman Jonathan Davenport over Don O'Neill and Josh Richards. And last Saturday night, April 6th, we were at Boone Speedway in Boone, Iowa, with 186 cars on hand. In the 305 Wing Sprint Car 20-lap A-Main, it was Tyler Thompson over Mike Hausman Jr. In the stacked 25-lap A-Modified feature, Ricky Thornton Jr. over Jimmy Gustin. In the B-Modified A-Main, Brandon Schmidt over Jake McBurdy. In the 25-lap Hobby Stock A-Main, Eric Stanton over Adam Ayers. And in the 25-lap Stock Car A-Main, it was Jay Schmidt over Donovan Smith. Hi, this is Harvey West, and you've been listening to The Dirt Show. See you at the races. <laughs> 